0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 269, and today's topic is Power Book 4 Force, episode 204. And the description reads, Tommy and Diamond keep dangerous secrets from each other. Jannard clashes with his crew, and Vic teams up with Claudia one last time d ends up entangled deeper in the drug game than he ever intended. So you all already know how we do. We are about to get into it. We about to break it down. We about to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. I do apologize for being so late with my recap. I have been feeling under the weather. So if my voice sounds a little weird, that is the reason. But I had to come on before episode five dropped. Um, This description was very telling because it said uh, Vic teams up with Claudia one last time, so I'm wondering, are we about to lose one of these two? We're going to see. I'm going to play the trailer after the episode, and then I have a sleeper for you guys on my Joe Button style. Shout out to the pie, Father Joey. If you need to get in touch with me for any recap requests, my Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram is Alicia Shanice Reviews. Email Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. All of the links are in the description box. You guys can hit me up for any recap requests, with that being a TV show, a movie, or a docuseries, or a music album, or if you have any businesses, brands, or music that you're working on that you would like for me to shout out, free of charge, of course, I love whom loves me and love to spread love back to those who support me. Um, If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, can you please hit the follow button? That helps me out in tremendous ways. And while you're on Spotify, make sure you check out my music playlist by typing in Shanice Loves. One of the music playlists will populate. If you click on the picture profile, it takes you to the rest of them. And I do have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk some force.
1: one, mic. one, mic. one mic. Hey, y'all,
0: it's your girl, Shanice. And I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy, as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at an all-time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent? You know, and that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now visit tbookedit t-b-b-o-o-k-e-d-i-t follow them on instagram on instagram or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com the world is a beautiful place let them go ahead and help you discover it go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation at It, they got all the reasonable deals and just let them know your girl Shanice she sent you there
2: and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one.
1: Step down, we'll really get the rest gone. Then, nigga, what else want? Power,
2: power, respect. I want that money and power and power. Money power and power.
1: Money and power, power. Power, power. The people, the people, people. Yeah, I gotta stick that diamonds keep blinking, blinking, we might have to check that. Now boy, when the blinky, blinky come out, you get clapped fast. Hold down with a little jump. I'm actually like, patty, patty, come back. When the candles out, your block, and kick that. Come back when you feel the wrong progress and hit that. Hit your back to back, your bitch ass won't even hit, babe. You splash splashing the flashing. Nigga, you can check the drip, catch you slip and we slide it. Your niggas on some lip, we sit, we hit the legs, we got to sit. Shh, when you get hit. Quiet down. Don't no need flip talk. What the fuck is that about? Tell me a nigga teft on. I just dope step down. We'll get the
2: rest gone. Bit nigga, what that's you want. Power, power, respect. I want that money and power and
0: power. Money, power, and power. Alright, y'all, let's get into the show. <laughs> I have a feeling that I have a very unpopular opinion about some of the characters in this show. With that being said, I'm going to choose my words wisely. I love Tommy as much as everybody else. matter of fact, Tommy was one of my favorite characters in the original Power. He still is. He is, still is. But it's certain things that um, his nemesis have issues with that i kind of agree with in certain points and i'll point them out as the season proceeds i'm gonna see you know how it plays out but it's just certain things that you know i can kind of understand where some of them are coming from now it opens with janard janard is losing his damn mind completely he is going off the heron. he is hallucinating, seeing Lil' Kay's body hanging, and losing his damn mind. Now, we see Jannard is losing it completely, right? And in Season 1, I could not stand Jannard. Now, I know the original Power series by heart, because I watched it I don't know how many times... Uh, as far as Force, we just seen Season 1. I did not go back and rewatch it before Season 2 started. But I am going to go back and re-watch it and remember all the little things Jannard did because by having watched it in a while and just watching his downfall, sometimes you might feel a little sorry for Jannar and I get Jannard is an asshole. He did do a lot of cutthroat stuff, especially to his brother. But I am feeling a little bad for him, but Probably if I go back and rewatch season one, I'll be like, you know what? That's what you get. Um, Because I could just be forgetting, like, little things. I remember how hard he was. But I kind of understood where he was coming from on just certain things and how the Chicago natives are saying, like, listen, we built this. You know, Diamond was in prison for years. Jannar kept us on the up and up. And we had our own thing going. You can't just bring, you know, some white dude from out of town and have them running our stuff. So, you know, we got to kind of understand that looking from the Chicago dude side as well. Even though we love Tommy. Come on, this was Tommy and Ghost. We've seen what they did in New York. But just from, and this is Tommy's show. So, you know, we respect that, right? He, Tommy is Tommy. We all love Tommy. But on certain things, I get why the young bulls are so upset. Like, we got to get, get back. We can't just bend the fold. Even though it's bad for business, it's a way to do it. And they probably should have rolled with Diamond. That's why, like old boy said, shit ain't treason no more. It's this because Jannard completely has lost his mind. But to be fair, Jannard did keep everything up and running for years when Diamond was locked up. But I am going to go back and rewatch season one. I've just been so busy. And you know, normally when I do recaps, I do go ahead and refresh myself with the prior season. But right now with me uh, working with the book and then doing other things and then having just a million things that I'm working on right now, it's been harder for me to catch back up on the stuff that I normally would have. And then by we've been doing our 90 segments, I've been going back watching older shows as well. But I do want to refresh my mind because I, re- I remember I couldn't stand Janard, but I just can't remember every little thing he did. But he was running everything properly, but now we see he's falling off. And we're going to talk more about Janard. A little later, so it cuts to the task force, and we see DeFranco talking to the team about K, You know, they like finding his body, and he lets them know he's putting them all on the streets, and he want all eyes on Tommy Egan. Now Tommy picks up Maria from the hospital um, for her um, for her little driving lesson, and they take off, and it cuts to Pauly. Now, I like Polly. Polly is old school. Polly knows the rules of the game. Polly is solid and loyal. He tries to talk some sense into old man Flynn about how to handle the situation properly with Doyle. But old man Flynn just ain't listening. He's setting his ways and he's stubborn as hell. So, it cuts to the next scene. And we see... um. <clears throat> Le uh Leon, his mom storms into the barbershop. Her name is Gianna. She storms in there, and you know the way how she came in. We thought she was about to take Diamond head off because she like who was Diamond, but she just really wants to you know know if he's serious about teaching little Leon about boxing. Now we do see the eye contact between the two, and I can see, I could I can see the near future these two hooking up. That might be a good look, you know. Um, At first, I got to thinking, like, as the show had went on, even when we seen him boxing, I'm like, did they have a thing back in the day? Could this be Diamond Lone Longlocked's son? He was locked up for all them years. (laughs) Did he get her knocked up on one night stand? I didn't know if they were going to go that route, but I could definitely see Diamond hooking up with uh, Leon's mom. So we see the task force goes to work and we see the two agents watch Tommy, and as they watching, it was the female cop for me. She kind of just an, is annoying in a way. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just like the way she be walking, but she is like annoying. This is the same one who took the fingerprint from his Mustang. So they watch him and Maria and uh, follow them. Well, attempt to follow them, but Maria, Maria she knew a little bit about driving because the way how she took off, she ends up uh, racing them across the the train tracks and lose them with them not even knowing that they following them. But we seen as the show proceeded that Maria had had a, you know, she knew how to drive a little bit because we like, man, come on, don't nobody learn how to drive, especially no damn stick shift within three minutes. But um, we see she had had some practice in the past, so you know they had the time of their life and they lose the cops with them not even knowing that they're being followed. But the the cops do get plenty of pictures. So Janard continues to step on the product, of course, left and right. And this boy is asking him about Lil' Kay. And the way uh, Jannar lies, he makes himself look guilty. By the way, he like, oh, I ain't hollering at him. I think that nigga with his baby mama or something. But the way how he was stuttering and lying, you could tell Jenard was lying. So it cuts back to Murray and Tommy. They go to the zoo on their non-date and realize that they have lots in common. And this is where I seen the old Tommy in this part. Excuse me guys The old Tommy That we know and love Where he caught you know in the corner of his eye He caught Rojas boy Me mugging him and I love the way how he was Talking to Maria but at the same Time he didn't even take his eye Like he's talking to her he's like yeah yeah That sounds like a plan but he don't take His eye off of the dude who keeps Me mugging him and kind of plays it Off kind of smoothly telling her He got to run to the bathroom getting dude to follow Him in there let me get some water, y'all. Excuse me. <coughs> and so, and when he gets him in the bathroom, we see uh, it's one of Roja's Boys, and he's not happy about the new arrangement that they've made. He wants to go back to where it is, and he don't know who Tommy is. He like fuck him, and he get his slice, his ass sliced up real quick. And the way how Tommy sliced him up, and you know put the body in the stall and hurry up and clean this stuff up. That was definitely OG Tommy right there. So we see that that kind of cut the non-date short with Maria, but they agreed to, um, you know, meet up later because they were having such a good time. So it goes to the next scene. And we see uh D Matt, he um, at the ball at the park shooting some ball with uh his homeboy Marshall. We ain't seen Marshall since season one. Marshall basically, you know, he's still in the street, so he's telling him all about CBI and treason. And you know they just talking to D Mac like damn they making all that money and Uncle Tommy got me sitting in the house and Marshall telling him like you know that might be a good thing we almost lost you and D Mac shows him the gun like he won't get caught slipping again. Now as they you know talking shop Genesis a little girl she walks past and D uh he has his eyes all wide open for her they get to flirting a little bit and then it cuts to Claudia and Vic. Now, Claudia and Vic continue to plot against old man Flynn. And Claudia continues to beg um, Vic to come on her side. But she ends up setting him up on a rampage after she tells him to go check on Gloria's Club. Because she knows what to do to set Vic off. Now, at the barbershop, we ain't seen punk-ass Seamus in a long time. And he is there trying to shake Diamond down for $50,000 for his sister's medical bills. And Seamus... Got on my nerves from season one. I do remember him. Oh, Seamus, I just, he was just, I just did not like him. Now, remember Seamus also worked for Vic as well, the old man Flynn's team. Now, after Seamus leaves, Tommy barges in, checking him about um being there, but Diamond doesn't tell him, you know, the truth. And Tommy <coughs> tells him about killing the dude at the zoo and Diamond tells him that he will check with his uh, CO chick and have her handle Rojas and his peoples to get them in line. But Tommy is also keeping a secret that he's seeing Maria because that's going to start trouble of his own dealing with Miguel. Now, <laughs> Claudia and set Vic on a rampage. So he barges in the Glorious Club, and Lynn learns it's now a strip club. That sends him on a whole nother tantrum, and... His temper tantrums have went to... At first, it was like, okay, Vic is hurting. You know, he's hurting. But now it's just nerve-wracking. I think ever since the scenario that they had him in when he was getting hit in the back of the um, store at the bodega and then running out, going off on the cops like he just can't be stopped and he is goddamn uh, Captain America. Listen, I, I just can't take Vic seriously, so... While he's having his temper tantrum, I'm just looking at the TV shaking my head. So it cuts back to Tommy. He talks to D-Mac. And, you know, they just kind of talking a little bit. And D-Mac ends up telling him, like, you know, he won't back in. He want to get real money. And if he don't let him back in CBI, he going to go over to treason. So that makes Tommy go to making threats. Like, you know, you don't want to mess with your Uncle Tommy because he'd kill him. And once again, I'm I'm just going to say it. It's unrealistic thinking that this kid will transform like that. It's just not realistic. DMACC was not raised with Tommy. He's not Tariq. He also was not raised with JP. So I get that they are, you know, his new uncle and his father on there in his life. And, yes, they are telling him the right thing, but it's unrealistic. He was not sheltered like Reek was. He did not go to you know the privileged schools and grew up in a privileged neighborhood he grew up in chicago on the streets living on the streets already doing stuff for janard and cbi he's not just going to transform like that being shot in, in anything it just doesn't work that way and you know tommy can threaten him all he wants to but he's not Tariq. he wasn't raised up under him to you know. Warrant his threats like that He's been getting threatened in the streets his whole life So it's unrealistic to think that Mac is just going to transform like that Yes, he should stay out of the streets He is book smart He could use that for good things But realistically speaking If his homeboys are still hustling And they're hustling for his uncle Telling, telling them all the money he's making Of course he's going to want to get out of the streets And then, you know, he's at that age now Where he wants to impress girls like Genesis And of course they want money So it cuts to the next scene, and Paulie meets up with Brendan Doyle. Now, he, you know, wants to do the honorable thing. He knows old man Flynn is stubborn. He knows old man Flynn needs more time. So he goes to, to Brendan, being a stand-up guy, he is giving him money to buy more time. And, you know, Brendan tells him, like, look, I respect you, Paulie, and I'll consider the ask. So the task force gets to rounding people up off the street, making arrests. And when they get back to the office, we see the other two have pictures of Tommy and Maria, And they know that, you know, Maria is supposed to be look but don't touch. And they know that that's going to be trouble of its own. So that's definitely going to stir up some trouble. And we know that, the you know, Grandma Blanco, she already don't fuck with Tommy, you know, she like "Uh uh-uh we got our own thing we built it we ain't finna bring him in here (laughs) you know and that's how them real old school cartel People is, they they just don't do it Especially when you get talking about the Mexican cartel I know of y'all, day one's to my platform I love cartel talk We talk about it heavy over here And that's how they are They ain't messing with no gringos You know, they they have to sort You know, seek you out And know what you're about They don't know Tommy So with them with him messing with Maria That's going to cause a whole bunch of other stir Um, Just with the grandma alone and we see that she's the one who basically runs stuff, you know. So <clears throat> we get to DeFranco and Stacy. They question a the girl, Alicia, who was there when Vic and Tommy killed the dude who was the DJ last season in season one. And his security guard was there. <clears throat> so they bring her in for questioning because they had arrested her and she had information on the murder. Now, it cuts back to D-Mac. He's trying to highlight Genesis again, and her homegirl is a straight hater. We all know those girls, you know, your homegirl getting her Mac on, and you putting your cent in when you just need to shut up. But Genesis kind of flirts back and tells him, you know, he got to get a fade before he can come coming at her. But we can see that she's definitely interested. So, we see Diamond teaching Lil' Leon how to box throw them hands and this was a nice moment you know he told him about how he was growing up and you know how Leon reminded him of him and how he ended up finding his love for boxing and the art of it so I could see him really becoming a mentor to him and hooking up with his mom as well now it cuts to the next scene and Claudia makes her play with Mirkovic to work with the Serbs she lies her ass off about Diamond and Jannard linking back up and I swear, <laughs> old man Flynn, old man flat. he races and all, and he gets on my nerves, but his kids really bother me more than him, I, I don't know, Vic get on my nerves, and I just can't stand Claudia, I can't stand Claudia, number one, because she killed Liliana, and then she killed Doc, and I just don't like the way Claudia moved, and Vic is just reminds me of a spoiled little entitled brat. So i rather have his kids go than him, to be honest. Because um, old man Flynn is more needed for a show like this because he's more sinister. So we need those big bad villains. And his kids just seem like privileged kids who need to sit the fuck down somewhere. So we go into the next scene. And Jannard goes to see Shanti. Now I have to say... Shanti kind of bothering me because I like her. I like Shanti. She is a fucking boss. She owns her own business. She about her money, but she is letting dick come before her money. And she's not thinking straight. She got strong feelings for Jannard, but she can see Jannard is on some stuff. She can see the bad decisions that he's making. And every time she goes to try to tell him something, he snaps at her. But homegirl better smarten up. She might, you know, get thinking that she might need to go on and join CBI before she don't have a business because she's giving Jannard loan after loan. And we see, He's losing respect in the streets just because, of you know, he's stepping on product, he's using product, he's making bad decisions. He's not thinking smart, and that's going to bring her down. And I hope you don't lose Shanti because I think that she could be, you know, really good for the show. Now, um, we see, uh, and I just like Shanti. I like how she got her own boxing gym. I like how she's just that boss bitch, you know. I, I really, really like that. So we see that Walter meets up with Brendan and gives him some money but puts up a front like everything is all good. But by the visit from Paulie, he already knows, like, old oh, man Flynn, you front. You ain't even got it like that. And he lets him know about Paulie, and that pisses old man Flynn off. Now, Jannar ends up meeting up with Miguel, and he was about to get his head chopped off. And so Maria walks in to give him a shot. And that say, I'm telling you, Miguel Diabetes Shot, that saved Jannard. But I don't know why, Um, in episode one, Miguel was kind of scary. Ever since he met up with El Che, who we could tell was the real El Patron. Miguel just don't do it for me <laughs> i get he still kill somebody and you know he's still about the murder game and you know he's still running his own shit but i want to see more of el che because i love watching the real el Patron's on the television shows <laughs> so we can just see that i want to see more of el che and the grandmama i get Miguel, you know he's cool and all but listen i i, I think um I don't know. Ever since we've seen Che kind of fade him out, I don't know about McGill. So it cuts to the next scene. And Tommy catches Diamond getting in Sheamus' car. And Sheamus demands $25,000 more for the same night. Sheamus getting beside himself. You know, I understand, you know, that was real sad what happened to your sister. But Sheamus is an unlikable ass motherfucking cop. And all cops ain't like that. But Seamus, it was time for him to go. But I'm jumping ahead. We're going to talk about DMAC in a minute. <clears throat> so it cuts back to um, the task force. And we got um, DeFranco and Stacey having Alicia look at some pictures to identify who did the shooting that she witnessed. And Stacey tries to pull some dirty shit pointing at Tommy's picture after she pointed out that Vic was the shooter. And I'm like, you know what, Stacy dirty as hell. And ever since her husband pointed out her real motives of, you know, we first we thought she was just like this cop who just wanted to stop the violence, stop the crime, and you know, just do the right thing. And then we learned that she just doing this because she wanted to be mayor. It kind of made me look at her sideways. But I I do still like her husband, DeFranco, because he just seemed like a solid, solid good dude. All cops are not bad. So it cuts to Tommy. He checks Diamond again and tell him, you know, you gotta make it make sense. And I liked this argument that they had because it reminded me of the ones uh that Tommy and Ghost used to have when they didn't trust each other and you know Tommy always thought Ghost was up to something, which he always was. And <clears throat> Diamond ends up telling him the truth. And Tommy like, you know what, all this you know extortion shit it stops today. Today. So <clears throat> after that, we see the big showdown with and and his peoples Him and the dude, Grayskull, they go back and forth As Jannard is hitting lines Looking weak, you know, making his team Like, you know, why we chose to go with you, bruh You know, you stepping on shit You making our product look weak You gonna make our name look bad And, you know They kind of get to going back and forth And then one of the dudes get a text message About Lil' K being dead So they kind of go back and forth And Jannar ends up screaming out that he killed Lil' K And then shit just goes left. Him and the dude, Grayskull, they go head to head. And then they end up jumping Jannar's ass, leaving him with a bloody face. Well, with a bloody mouth. And so one of uh, Jannar's homeboys shoot up in the air, you know, talking that we family stuff. And Grayskull and his crew, they ain't trying to hear it. They like, fuck this. This, It ain't treason. This is treasonous. And they leave Jannar standing there with just his normal foe. (laughs) So Jannar... Is looking crazy as hell. His crew was looking slimmer and slimmer. And CBI is looking more promising and promising in their eyes. So we see in the next scene, old man Flynn take his drunk ass over Pauly house talking shit. And all I was thinking is his old ass better not kill Pauly. Don't get too drunk where you even absolutely just accidentally pull that trigger. Because I like Pauly. I really like Paulie. Pauly is solid. And old man Flynn get to talk to stuff about the only reason, you know, he brought him on is because his sister. And from there on out, his services is no longer needed. So you know his old ass ain't thinking clear because this is the one dude you got on your team who actually care about you. You stupid old man. You stupid. And your kids, they done masses plotting on your grave. So we get into <laughs> – the next, spe- the next scene, they talking about speaking of his dumbass kids, Vic runs in the house crying to Claudia again. I swear, he go crying from one house to the next house and then throwing temper tantrums. And they decide to make a plan a plan against Flynn. So do the final play where they kill their father. We're going to see how that goes. Maria goes to see Tommy and he has the Yaya's taco she was talking about. And they do a toast for her driving. But then, it, you know, it cuts to D-Mac. He talks to his dad, and they talk about J.P.'s love for music. And this was a nice father and son moment. He tells him about his date. We see D-Mac got his little lineup. up, and um, J.P. gives him some money. So he's, D-Mac's supposed to leave for his date. I don't know how he got from his date to where he got. But remember, he was leaving to go take Genesis to the movies. So, it cuts back to Diamond. He meets up with his lawyer to get information about the task force, and she tells him how bad it is. Now, back at Tommy's, Maria and Tommy, they, you know, back there, they eating their tacos, and they get all hot and spicy, get to dancing and kissing, and then he gets a text message from Diamond telling him they got to meet in 20 minutes with Sheamus. But he doesn't lie to her, though, because she like, you know, you got to leave because of your family. And he basically lets her know it's for business, and she respects the truth. So he leaves her there and tells her that, you know, he'll be back. She can stay as long as she wants. Now, when they meet up with Seamus... Um, Seamus, you know, he pop up heavy. He happy to get that $50,000. And to Tommy pop up out of nowhere, and that makes him nervous pulling out his gun. And they gave him a nice proposition, like, look, we give you 200000 You just got to give us some information. And he go to talking shit. And then the Night King gets popped, talking all that shit. D-Mac comes out of nowhere, <laughs> supposed to be on a date with Genesis. And he ended up down here and blows his head off. And then goes into a panic attack. That was a really good episode. That was a really good solid episode. So the trailer that they released for this episode, it really wasn't that much. So I'm thinking that we're gonna definitely get a banger because they didn't give us too much. But here is the sneak peek, and this is the shortest sneak peek teaser I've ever seen. But they have released some sneak peek release, um, some sneak peeks. So I'm going to play those as well. He dies tonight. Literally, that was all (laughs) we just seen Vic, Claudia them two hugging like as they in the last kiss good night so i don't know if those two gonna make it and tommy and diamond looking like they're ready for war but they did re- release a sneak peek between Gennard and diamond and here it is <laughs> let me make sure i don't know ad populate because y'all know how these ads is and then i'll play my sleeper and we'll get on out of here thank you guys for being patient with me tonight
2: We doing huh like what we been doing
1: man i don't know but it ain't right i ain't never mean to i know but you know you was talking to you damn it jay i know i got you it'd be great to have you back at cbi yeah
2: Yeah. I tell you, huh? I tell your ass! <laughs> <laughs> Let me go, Uncle
1: Tommy. Why was you talking to the cops? What did you say to Marshall? You better not have told him shit. Tommy, what the fuck are you doing? Take your hands off my son. Get your ass upstairs. Don't you me? Don't you I can not talk to nobody. You don't get to talk to him like I that. I can not talk to many
2: you don't
0: keep your hands off him, too. That's my son. Your son just made the biggest mistake of his life. Oh, we. Tonight's episode is going to be fire. Um, I, I, I'm i going to keep my mouth shut on the Tommy and D-Mac thing. I'm going to see how it will play out. But if it don't play out the way I like it, I'm going to have to keep it real on Uncle Tommy. All right? <laughs> and um, I knew Janard was going to go crawling back to Diamond. I'm just hoping that Diamond... You know, we understand that they're blood brothers. Of course, he's going to want to help him out. But we know Jannar did pull a lot of cutthroat stuff when it came to his brother. And even though Diamond might forgive him, Tommy's not. So we're going to see how it plays out. But I can't wait to see. But by how they just left that trailer at just 15 seconds, not giving us anything, I'm thinking that episode five will definitely be explosive. And... I plan on coming on earlier on to get that recap out, so I apologize for the delay this week. I've just been under the weather, but I had to come on and get the recap out before episode five premiered, so here is my sleeper for you guys. Um, I'm just like in a mellow mood tonight, so let's keep it mellow for the sleeper, my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the podfather, Joey, who staying in some podcast beef and shit. <laughs> Stay in the Power Wars. Uh, but here is my sleeper, Beanie Seagull, fill it in the air, a hood anthem.
1: A
2: spicy
1: soup, take <laughs> On. I feel funny, can't tell me nothing different, my nose twitching, intuition setting in like Steve Vision, I still close my eyes, I still see visions, still hear that voice in the back of my mind, so what I do, I still take heed, I still assist, I still paint that perfect picture, I still shine bright like a prism, my words still sit, I know you can't, don't won't get it, you niggas chose to ride that shit, soft with it, I'm still afloat, I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. I ain't acting what I'm not, knowing that I don't. You niggas acting like you will, but I know you
2: won't.
1: You won't. I read between the lines of the eyes of your brows. Your shaking matches your smile. I can smile. see it in the air. I can see it in
2: the air. I can air i I'm, in whole
1: corner, I'm staring at i ready to go bananas. Two vests on me. Vests on me. extra clips on me. I know my mind ain't playing tricks on me. When I ain't skits, homie. Ain't nobody drop a mick on me. It's like the job got to sit on me. I hear this voice in the back of my mind like Mac tightening up the circle. Before they hurt you, read their body like body. 85% communication, non verbal. 85% sweaty so they Ten percent, you know they score, and the other five times show you, just know you. Pull these strings, shoot a puppet, master. so fuck some other bastards. Now watch you the puffin' after. Play your cards, go against our lives, shoot for the moon. If you miss I silver, host those stars. Yeah. Yeah. It me. Can you feel it? 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 you feel, 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 feel yeah. it? Why do I speak blasphemy? No one they'll ask for me, ask for my sins. No one to feel his wrath for me. I go through it so you wouldn't do it. Ask for me, ask for me. I'm still circling the block before I'm parking. Not bitching, I'm just still cautious. Same black Parker, same Uzi, extra clear still clapping with that same market. Damn, I feel it in the air. You not sincere? Like it ain't us. We on our thing. It's a good, bad karma thing. It's a song and an honesty. I'm I
2: feel so I
0: Alright y'all, that was that Beanie seagull. feel it in the air. Thank you for your support, thank you for bearing with me today. This was a struggle, because I have really not been feeling well, but I am feeling much better, thank the good Lord. Um, as we, you know, <clears throat> go into the weekend, I ask that you guys please be safe and protect your energy. Please stay away from anyone who is an enemy to your energy, and always know the sky is the limit. I thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. You guys know you can always hit me up for recap requests to shout out anything you're working on or to just say what's up. That's cool too. So on that note, I'm going to get on out of here. I hope you all guys enjoyed this podcast and enjoy the next episode of Force and come back here and we can recap it and talk about it and dissect it and do what we do over here on this platform. It's your girl Shanice and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show
2: with your girl Shanice.